welcome to Pangstars. Today's guest is Jin Lee, born on April 21st in Brampton at either 3am or p.m. Jin is a Taurus. This is the Lunar New Year special. Before we get on to Jin, let me introduce our host. She's a meditation teacher, sound healer, and cozy boy, Sharpang. Yeah, I'm extremely cozy in my fluffy wool shorts and sweater. It's the Lunar New Year. I'm super excited. And we are going to do the very first ever Lunar New Year reading for Jen. How are you, Jen? I'm so excited. Yeah, it's 2020. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it is the future now and everything is so good. Everything got solved when we turned that 19 to a 20. Um, let's see. Now, I understand that you're a sheep, right? Yes. You're a sheep or a goat. Like, I prefer to call it the sheep because it sounds more cute, but this book says goat, but I don't care. It is cuter because goats are kind of evil, but maybe that's suiting. It's a Capricorn vibe, but I don't, you're not a Capricorn. (laughs) You're a, you're a stubborn Taurus, but we'll get into that in a second. Let's learn about the Chinese horoscope and the personality of the goat. Now, let me look at the year. Oh, you're a metal goat. It's the it's the element <gasps> of metal. Metal let's, as fuck. Let's yeah, that I like that. Let's learn what metal says. I know it's in here in the appendix. I'm a metal monkey myself. Lewis, you're also a metal goat. You guys oh, were yeah. born in the same year. Oh my god. And we're both metal. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Metal. Five elements. Metal is strong, and those born with the metal element are strong-willed and redoubtable, having a great sense of purpose and focus on aims and objectives. They could be stubborn yet independent-minded and rely a lot on their own abilities but are passionate and firm in their convictions. Forceful, determined, and sometimes blunt, they set about their activities with considerable might and faith. That's (gasps) all of us with a metal element. And let's look at the personality of the goat. It says goat here, but... You know, whether you're clambering over the mountain rocks, foraging in forests, or grazing in a lush field, the goat has a talent for blending in and making the most of their surroundings. Liking to be in groups, sociable, peace-loving, also friendly, companionable, enjoying being with others. You like to have a fine sense of fun and relate well with others, empathize, listen, and join in. In their endeavors, they like to have the reassurance and approval of others to know that they have support behind them. Without this, they're apt to prevaricate and can be notoriously fickle. I don't know. Is this true? Are you nodding? How do we feel about this? Oh, my gosh. I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, I also like what does fickle mean? Oh, like like you inconstant. 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 And and like you're like, oh, I don't like this anymore. I'm done with this. Ooh, yes, that's so me. (laughs) Well, you know what? The goat is also born under the sign of art, possessing great imagination. Hello to imaginative comedians here. Ooh. Uh they have style and flair and do like to have the backing of others. Indeed, it is when they are with others and feeling comfortable and secure that they give off their best. I like that. That's nice. Oh, the goat thinks a lot, including about the situations in which they may find themselves. Oh, my God. Something this could lead. Sometimes this could lead them to worrying and thinking the worst. I have terrible anxiety. So that makes sense. (laughs) 
As a result, they could be prone to mood swings and tend to view things pessimistically, but again, with support, they can find their doubts and fears misplaced. Goats have a lot to offer, tending to the smallest detail, and they care about those around them. For a choice of vocation, goats can do well in professions favoring creativity and interaction with others. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, my. Shocker. Huh? Is it me? I think it's me. It's so me. Oh, my God. Yeah. I I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, when I saw you on stage and I've only seen you perform the one time, I was blown away. I really could totally relate to all of the like the family (laughs) dynamics and growing up in an immigrant Asian household. Like, even if mine wasn't exactly the same, I think all of us know, like, that's in our DNA. It's just like that. Honestly, yeah. Like, I get um, a lot of people who are, like, maybe they're not, like, East Asian, but, like, they're, like, POC people. They're, like, they get the experience just because it's so universal. Yeah. Our parents are a little, uh, you know. My my job was to get really good grades, get into a really (laughs) great school, and get a respectable, well-paying job, which I have done. That's, that was my job for like 20 plus years. Yes. Like my mom was very like, you need to be either a lawyer. Yes. Um, yes. Like a teacher or yes. a calculator, which she means accountant. But she would call it a calculator. Yes. Seriously. Well, like in English. Well, she's like, oh, she's yes. trying to like, you know. Oh, be a calculator. Be a calculator. That's amazing. And and it's true. I mean, I was encouraged to be a teacher because I was really good at English and I loved writing. And uh Indeed, everyone in my family is like, they, there's accountants in there. We don't have any lawyers. That probably would have been me, but I don't think I would have liked that. Um, there's chiropractors, optometrists. Oh, wow. Yeah, medical. You have to be a doctor. Yeah. Medical. Yeah. or Yes, absolutely. So we have a lot of that in the family, for sure. I think like a lot of my cousins are actually teachers. Yes. So like I was expected to also be a teacher, but I <laughs> don't think children like me and the feeling is mutual yeah i think they think i'm scary but it's also like yeah okay yeah. i love immigrant parents though because they say the realest shit and and everything happens like i had a friend who is a laotian immigrant like was born in a refugee camp in thailand parents like i i understand her father carried mom on his back while they were being shot at crossing a river oh god and they're tiny like they're tiny like they're like five feet tall tops and uh this is like an OG Laotian dad. Like they were living in a condo or like apartment that had like pigeons on the balcony and they were, they're nesting as they do. So dad just like calmly walks out, snaps the neck with a pigeon and leaves it as a warning to the other birds. The next day, my friend was like, the birds what? did not, the birds did not come back. Oh my God. Um, Rush Kazi. She has a joke oh, yeah. just like that. Like her, like her mom is like really badass and s- snaps pigeons necks and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or or even like when my friend got her period, she was like, oh, I thought I would get like a cool gift. Like like white girls would get a beautiful gift. Like, oh, you're a woman now. Like, enjoy the bloom of your flower. But she was just like, my mom just, she was like, mom, like this is so happening. Her mom was just like, if you have sex, you can get pregnant now. Put a pad on. And like she like threw oh a God. pad at yes. her daughter. My mom was really weird about periods. Like she was very like, if you have your period, don't take a shower because the water will make you sick and my periods are like seven days or more (laughs) so there was a period oh so she's like don't take a shower period the water will make you sick yes because like she's like you will you will get ill 
And oh. when I was in grade seven, I was like such a greasy little. <sighs> Were you like pimply? I was so pimply. And like everyone's like, oh, you know, like you go through that awkward phase yeah, yeah, of yeah. like everyone's greasy, everyone's gross. But yeah. it was like, I can't shower. <gasps> I'm, I'm and on you're my period. Like on your period. Yes. But that only lasted a few months because I couldn't stand it. And, and you just like broke the rules. Despite yeah. the fact that you I showered. Sick or- poison yes were you but like when you first like the day that you did that were you like oh my god i'm so scared to, like were you like terrified to take a shower um i depend on how much you believe your mom <laughs> like how credible your mother was in this i wasn't so much worried about like the shower at the time yeah. <laughs> but for some reason all like the sex ed in oh my God. brain went out the window okay i like forgot pads existed so i like Ooh. went to the bathroom and constantly like changed like for like just layers and layers of toilet like toilet paper, paper. Like and a i was mountain. yes and i was like oh my god i have to be i have to be goth now because they yes. wear all black and if i get a period oh. stain then i can cover it yes. with my black clothing that's amazing i there's so many like immigrant parent stories like i have a friend who is of somali origin born in Saudi and the mom she was like mom you know like when you're a child like mom I want to be an airline pilot when I grow up the mom is like <sighs> scoffing the mom who is like works for the WHO or something as a doctor the mom was like wow Ugh, you want to be an you want to be an airline pilot that's like being a taxi driver for the air just like don't and I just <laughs> laughed at my friend I'm like shit that was like so real that is so real like oh that's just a taxi driver for the air. Like, that's not a good job. Like, you want to do that for other people? Like, don't even, don't even try. Oh, my God. But uh, another, another thing I think, like, I'm sure that both of us could relate to, my Laotian friend was like, Dad, you know, when I grow up, I want to be, right? Again, the growing up, I want to be like this. Or like, I have this dream. And and he, like, deflates his daughter's dreams. Like, oh, like, no, like dreams are for white girls. You have to get a job. That's your hobby. You know, you know that. Like we've all heard that. That's I hear too, that all the time. That's too real. You're not allowed to have dreams in an Asian no, family. You have to all. like get a good job and yes. like keep face and yeah. like make everyone proud and you're yes. unhappy. Thousand percent. But Lewis is a, a young white man out <laughs> here living his dreams. Who like did your parents even like what did your parents like want for you? Like of course they wanted you to have an education, but like you moved here to do comedy solely. Like you moved here to do comedy. That is certainly something that would not be in like my vocabulary. I would not do like do you know what I mean? Like that's not something that we were raised to like be like, that's okay. You could do that. Yeah, that would be rough. Hell, no, they would be yeah. like, what are you doing? When I said I wanted to do comedy, they were like, thank God. <laughs> thank God you're doing something that you're into. They were very supportive about it because at that point I wasn't really doing anything. So it was a it was a relief for them. They were like, oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they were like. Biggest fan. Number makes one sense. Fan. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Happy for you. Yeah, like my mom was just like, "What is?" This Which took the fun out of it completely. You so. were just like, "Ugh," you <laughs> so wanted like a, a wild reaction. Yeah, like you know, I really wanted to be, um, you know, like an academic. Um, yeah. I really wanted to get into. <laughs> you wanted to be a teacher, or a professor. That's so respectable. But you know, I want to, I want to honor my parents and and have a podcast and become a stand-up comedian so you know my my dreams are in academia yeah. i wanted to get a phd yeah but my parents were like look you need to start being funny <laughs> stop these books everything's been written everything's been written about writing pack it up son that's not <laughs> true it's a bald-faced lie 
is that's it a lie true. i don't know <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea but i mean do your parents have an opinion have they seen you or like do, you know like what what is like you know like what like do they know that you you tell jokes sometimes uh no uh, one, uh, they don't know that I'm queer. Mm-hmm. Two, they don't know that I do comedy. Yes. And most of my comedy are queer jokes. Yes. So, like, if I were, if they ever knew, they'd be, like, super shocked. Or, like, because of the language barrier, they're like, yeah. we don't understand what's yeah. going on, but yeah. you're on stage. <laughs> so, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how that would translate, but I'm just like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's kind of one of those, like, I'm following my dreams, question yeah. mark. Does that's this fine. count for anything, parents? And they're just kind of like, oh, that's why you're not around at night oh okay yeah 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 or like no everything is okay as long as you make a shit ton of money everything is fine <laughs> yeah i i guess like because my parents they were like they had um expectations but they weren't yeah. tiger parents you know Ooh, okay yeah so it's like eventually they just kind of like let me do my own thing but yeah. they're also like kind of really passive and yeah. they're kind of like sad in their own lives yeah 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 yeah, yeah like i know what like it it can be hard to like navigate all of that stuff for sure. But I love that you have. And I think what affected me so much when I saw you perform was that you were just like very honest about these things. And that's amazing. I'm sure I know I can imagine it is not easy to just stand up and say the stuff that like it's really scary to do that. First of all, it's hard to do stand up. Secondly, I think it can be really hard for any comedian to find like your voice and also to find the audience i don't know how anyone does that but i was like wow i totally understand exactly what jen is talking about like i totally feel that so like it really affected me because while i have seen some asian comedians perform of like varying degrees of whatever the material is this is one that like really struck a nerve with me and like i came up to you and it was like wow like that was amazing even knowing that you haven't been doing this for for that that long i felt like you had a really really big stage presence and like what you had to say like i think everyone can relate to so it was amazing for me i was like really 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 affected so it was super cool to see that thank you yeah that means so much to me Mm -hmm. i um like i try to make sure like my comedy is like oh you can you can like kind of enjoy it no matter where you are kind of thing but like i specifically write this for like like you know if like asians or like queer asians especially like if it's like if this like in particular speaks to you like i've done my job like this is for you like it could be 30 white people in a room but if there's like one asian person that's just like wow that's my story like that that's what makes it worth it for me right and like i have like really bad anxiety and Mm -hmm. i have like really bad stage fright so Mm -hmm. like every time i perform i have to like push through it but it's really worth it if i can like you know take up a little space and like speak for my own experiences that are also other people's yes and given like those conditions that you're like okay i actually am so afraid to get up on stage then why did you start how did you start we know now why you're doing it but like how did this all come about then it was doing stand-up was actually just something on my bucket list like i just wanted to like you know go up do it once and then walk away. Mm-hmm. So then I um I went to uh, Feelings with like my first open mic. Shout yeah. out to Marie Soto, um, mm-hmm. and like I just wanted to watch, but everybody was like so like welcoming and supportive. They're like, hey, yeah. go up there. So like I went oh, up wow. there, read some jokes, and like yeah. some people laughed, and I, I felt so like so energized. I was like, I I have to keep going. Like I I just can't stop here. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. Now let's look at the chart. 
I have two charts. Because one says Jinli AM and the other one says Jinli PM. And there's a bit of a divergence. So I'm going to see if I can, using the power of intuition, I can guess which one could be more apt. Let's take a look. All right. So you know what? Do you want to tell me which one to look at? Should we just look at the morning? Because that's the first one. Um, it's probably going to be morning because I remember my mom saying um, something to the effect of you are more difficult than your brother. All right. And that just kind of set the stage for my entire life. <laughs> 3 a.m. is the witching hour. Oh, that makes sense. 3 a.m. All right. So we have a Taurus sun. And like, you know, do you know that much about this stuff? I think when we chatted, you were like, I don't know anything about it, Char. I it's know fine. nothing. That's the best. It's best to not know anything and have a beginner's mind as we enter all kinds of endeavors. So... We have a Taurus here. Taurus is like a very stubborn earth sign. You know, you imagine the, the character or quality of the bull. Um, the Taurus likes luxury. It is ruled by Venus just as Libra is. Lewis is a Libra. Hell yeah. Here, Mr. Producer. Um, and Taurus likes luxury, naps, days at the spa, uh, you know, slow to anger. But when you get the bull angry, right, then you're like really, really angry. Um stubborn so it's like no one could change your mind if they even wanted to because you may have set your ideas in advance and you're like oh, well, damn you know like you're like there i am i'm firm i'm not gonna budge i know what i want or like whatever it is it's hard to change your mind once you've made it up um so that's a taurus vibe we have here a cancer moon so cancer is the sign of the water crab it's ruled by the moon and cancer has a lot of feelings is loyal to family and friends the moon sign could be you. You're making like some, some ooh, not like, ooh, I don't know. Not family per se, but I family love my friends. Family. Yes. Exactly. Chosen family, my friends. Right? So like the moon sign is you behind closed doors or you emotionally or in private with, with close friends or family. Dope. If we're going by the 3 a.m. rule, right? The 3 a.m., the, the witching hour kind of rule. So that's a water sign and water signs are very much in their feelings almost excessively so but Uh if we want to believe that you were born at 3 a.m we have a very fun and interesting aquarius rising which is an air sign cool aquarius is that kind of aloof detached alien of the zodiac that doesn't really have feelings it just watches the ants go by and sees what they do like aquarius can be very detached and aloof Ooh, that is not me okay so i'm too tense for that okay let's see (laughs) Um, but then, okay, so let's try on another, <laughs> let's try on another rising for size. I'm just curious. This is actually really fun. It's like forensic astrology. I think it's Aquarius. You think it's Aquarius? Yeah. How dare you? Because isn't that, like, the first Why? impression, your first impression, what's your, fir- what was your first impression? Like, you do have that kind of, like, you know, I, I gotta say, I love what Jin's wearing. Like, you've got on, like, it looks like a, like a, like a high school jacket. That could be like, I'm just imagining like, what's on the back there? What does it say? Alex, it's like a sailor wool high school. Shelly and Alex, is this a vintage item? It is a vintage item. It's really amazing. I like to imagine they're lesbians and they're like, got their names embroidered into each other's yeah. clothes. They like, and you've got a capital A, the scarlet letter. It's a red jacket here. Gotta be Aquarius. Yeah. It's so this a- is the thirty. Uh, 30- sixth episode we've recorded yeah. so Jin, 
I've picked up a few things. Ooh. I'm scared. I don't. I don't remember this being in the other episodes. <laughs> well, Reach into filth, Lewis. It's please your don't. Time to shine. Let's go. What's wrong with Aquarius rising? We love it. That's I, Aquarius is sick. This is sick. There, there's okay. First of all, I know nothing about horoscopes. Number two, when you say that they're chill, I'm not chill. So it's not that like there's something wrong with Aquarius. There's just a lot wrong with me that I'm kind of like, oh god, I'm not, I can't be. Well, Aquarius. it's just a it's just a rising sign. It's just kind of part of the full picture. That's I don't, like a shadow sign. Isn't I don't it? know what rising yes. means. The rising sign. Lewis, care to inform uh, the listeners? So the time of day dictates the rising sign, which every changes two every two hours. And um, it's like, you know, people are complex. People have lots of different aspects to their personality, a lot of contradictions. So the Aquarius vibe might come out in different things, like in fashion choice, like, <gasps> yeah, you know, and I'm you know creativity. It's chill. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, it is. It's different. It's creative. It's yeah. a lot of cool things. Yeah. And, and Aquarius is an air sign. So if you're like, oh, there's all this mental energy, there's a lot of stuff going on, I'm going to jump to the Mercury sign, which is in fast moving fire sign Aries. Aries is so fickle. Aries is like really like always changing their mind, changing opinions. Uh, is it hot is it cold does it make sense is this person into me anymore or did they just lose attention like aries is like has got the attention span of like a fly oh damn you know i don't know if that's apt or not i um i'm super indecisive so like i guess it kind of makes sense if i don't know like i can't even order stuff at starbucks uh i get my girlfriend to do it because i like quite (laughs) frankly i can't remember the names of what anything Mm. is and like i'll change my mind and like i don't i don't understand their sizing and Mm. well what are you drinking there what is everyone drinking what do you both have what what has been ordered i got the gingerbread latte the gingerbread latte it's doesn't have a coffee taste which is my requirement for yeah. coffee type beverages because yes. i don't like the taste of coffee no i mean who does i just need a lot of well i need a lot of milk and sugar yeah like, and the whipped cream i will always i need the whipped cream you have to have it whipped yeah um you know when we look at anything here the the moon could be in cancer the aquarius rising i just feel like i've I just feel like I've heard so like a number of Asian comedians and again some might be new comedian showcases and stuff but I really felt like your stuff was polished and it went beyond it went beyond the usual like let me give you some notes upon my culture that a lot of Asian comedians do that I'm like yeah that's nice but like 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 I feel like you do have like a developed voice which is really unique and I think it's important to have it I, I would say also like regardless of who is in the audience if they were like if they were asian or if they were like white or whatever else i think it's important to like of course you're here to take up space and also you can educate people like we had mandy goodhandy on recently and she was talking about like well you know everything that i'm doing is always educating people letting me know that like i exist and that like 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 just letting people know what's going on instead of having other people as she had mentioned, like other people telling jokes about me in a maybe derogatory or inappropriate or like wildly like wrong fashion. Um, let's go more into the chart here. We have Venus, which is in Gemini, another air sign. Um, and the Venus 
the planet of love and romance cool, cool. could inform the relationship pattern or style gemini is really just kind of like the trickster of the zodiac and it's like <gasps> an air sign ruled by mercury so like there's a lot of fun involved in gemini and just kind of like changing your mind all the time because gemini is the sign of the twins right oh, that's right is it good gin or is it bad gin you know what i mean like it's it's got a real kind of mercurial quality to it it's it's ruled by mercury so there's a lot of changeable like changeability involved in it you know oh snap yeah ring the chimes i think it's time for us to get into the cards shall we yes! shall we get into the cards for a lunar new year reading cards, cards, let's cards, do this cards, cards, cards. so we're gonna read the past the present the future and all that is to come so while julia plays the chimes we can have a little musical interlude in gin i'm basically just going to shuffle and you can tell me when i can stop shuffling at which point We'll keep going. Well, that thing fell out, and I'll keep that card. Yes, this that's, one also is. I want to keep that yeah, one. I'm gonna keep that one. And another one. Wow, I have three cards fall out, and I'm gonna just hang on to that. Is that destiny? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you could stop now. Okay. All right. So we have to cut the deck as well. And so you can let me know where I should do that. Like, whether, like, a third down, halfway, five cards up, like, whatever. I, we got to separate this into, a, like, three different piles. Okay. Um, can you cut it three quarters? Um, up or down? Down. Okay. Like this? Yes. And shall I shift this to my left or to my right? Left. To my left. Do we want to cut the big pile here? No. Cut the smaller one. Ooh, I like this. All right. <laughs> and how... Shall uh, I do that? Go half. Half. Okay. And where shall I place this? Uh, next to it. Here? Yes. All right. So now we can restack these piles to make one large pile of cards. Okay. Awesome. So which should I pick up? Uh, the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Where shall I place this? On top of the middle one. Yeah. And then now what happens? Um, put all that on top of the remaining one. Okay. Amazing. So, past, present, future. The lesson coming into your life. The lesson already learned. What's working for you. And what isn't working. I find it really fun that I have seven cards, but I also have ten because three of them fell out. Yeah. And this, this is a very interesting spread even before we get into the actual reading. Let me just pull and let's just talk about some of the aspects of what I've got here to my left. All right. So I pulled, we've pulled the eight of cups. You could describe the imagery here. Uh, they, oh no. Uh, it's like a bunch of broken um, wine cups and there's like a really big mountain overshadowing it. Yes. And do you, have you ever had a tarot reading before? No, this is dope. Okay. Like you, you get a lot of bonus cards today. And let me just take you on a little tour of the tarot. So just like a deck of cards, the tarot has four different suits. So here's one of them, the suit of cups that has to do with the element of water. Could be relationships like of all kinds, uh, emotions, feelings, the moon, the subconscious. So it's kind of like in your feelings. Uh, the next card we have here is a wands card. And this is the nine of wands reversed. I'm just going to say here, this represents like an, 
you know, a ladder step progression. Wands have to do with creativity, the element of fire. So like that spark of passion or like, you know, creativity. Um, let me go back to the eight of wands. Sorry, eight of cups here. And this one is just kind of like, oh, the party's over. Let me move past the past and move into my future. Whoa. And, and that really is also kind of also like you can see like it's dark imagery. The wine glasses are broken. It's almost like, you know, I had a rager at my house and I'm not going to even bother cleaning this up. Let me just like get that, you know, like let me just gather the tablecloth, throw the, this whole pile of stuff out. So it's kind of like taking out whether the emotional or the energetic trash of the past in terms of feelings emotions possibly relationships but to me this represents a lot of like throwing emotional baggage out cool and moving forward yeah right? i um i had an ex that had like an anger problem and she didn't oh. do this with me but mm -hmm. she like broke a lot of dishes for her previous oh. relationship yeah, so that's wow. what i think of when All i right. like, see that card yeah and like that makes sense here this one um we have the nine of wands it's like why don't you describe what it looks like here it's uh, a bunch of white steps that are wrapped in like a wooden kind of enrapture and there's like a moon on top of that. Yeah. And if you're talking about your ex, this may be apt as well. Lewis is going to take a look at the reverse description of Nine of Wands. You may be fighting a losing battle. Oh, no. If so, it's time to cut your losses and get out. Whatever it is, it is over. Mm -hmm. And if it hasn't worked out for you, then go on to something else. Learn the lessons of failure. Failure is but success's opposite, and the wheel always turns. Get on with your life. Spooky. Yeah. Sounds very, very blunt, doesn't very it? Very interesting. And you, I would like... Oh, Lewis, do you have the chimes? Mm. Ring the chimes because we got the devil card, Major <gasps> Arcana. Major Arcana was Major waiting for Arcana. that! It's a big deal! It's a big deal. And like... I just feel like now if these two things have to do with the ex and with that kind of vibe, you know, we have the devil card. We've got, why don't you describe what we are seeing here? It's it's a goat, too. It's, you're a goat. It's you know? a goat. And it has, like, a pentagon in its forehead. But also, like, this little fella looks really cute. Like, he has little stubby legs. Yeah. He, I love, I love I'm, this I'm not card. threatened. He just, he's a cute little feller. Cute little guy. He's a cute little guy. This little, uh, this card can represent all kinds of things and sometimes that's like addiction or negativity right like the thing that you love the thing that you hate the thing that kind of like i don't know if it keeps you up at night but like it it also represents kind of the limitations of you know the bondage that we all have is the bondage that we put on ourselves like and we are trapped in our own kind of minds in terms of like our limitations right so this one kind of asks you to break free of those wow. bonds freeing your mind and freeing yourself energetically or your soul from the past and to be able to move past because oftentimes we are our own worst enemy oh that's right? so true yeah if we have anxiety or if we are unable to make decisions or have doubt about which way to go or where to step or like which way is even the wind blowing understanding that sometimes the limitations that we subconsciously or unconsciously place on ourselves when we can break free of that ceiling uh we we can find freedoms but that's hard to do yeah so this is kind of that kind of feeling but that was a bonus reading let's get into the the yeah. actual reading i'm gonna open the card for the past and yes we have another major arcana let's play some instruments what? we have number 12 the hanged man let's describe what we see here oh wow okay 
Um, it is an upside down bat who has folded its wings across itself and it has red eyes, but also he looks like a cute little guy. He just looks like a fun little rat friend. Yeah, it's like a bat. It's upside down. Lewis, what do you know about the hangman? This comes up quite quite a bit these mm. days. The hangman is less like gruesome than it sounds. So the hanged man is more like a bat than a man like hanging from the gallows. The hanged man is about um, withdrawal. Um, it's about like uh, peace with yourself alone. Um, maybe like stoicism of some kind. But oh. I'm going to consult the book because I might be butchering this. No, you're, no, this is great. Many people talk about the art of letting go. But what does it really mean? How do you achieve it? The hanged man has all the answers. He's the master of non-attachment. This card implies there's a sacrifice, a difficult or painful situation coming up in your life. Though you naturally want to resist and struggle through it, be more like the hanged man. Find stillness, open your eyes, and use this new perspective to learn something. You're stuck here either way. Indeed. Non-action. Yeah, sometimes non-action is the right action. And when I look at my other resource here, when we get the hangman, remember this is in the past, as we move into the present, this this even says itself, you are suspended between the past and the future and a new direction for your life is in the making. We're kind of on the verge of that in the reading as well. We've already kind of passed some some negativity or some past relationships that have ended and that you need to close the book on in, in the bonus reading here. Um, it's saying here, time for a new perspective. Look at things from a different angle to make necessary readjustments. You need to make a clean break with the past. And that is so clear from like this, this bonus reading here and concentrate on being spiritually attuned. And indeed, this is a spiritual kind of card of inner peace or like seeking enlightenment, knowing that contentment can be found within as we are right now, um, instead of focusing maybe on, on, on external things. Here it's saying readjustment is needed, but the good news is there is no hurry. Take your time. Make the right decisions about where you truly want to take your life at this time and for the long term. Paying attention to your inner development, being prepared to dance to a different drummer in the future, and indeed, let's roll into the future, which is now the present. <laughs> Boom! Look, we have the incredible illumination of the Eight of Wands. Take a look here and describe oh, wow. what you see. Uh, oh my god, I can bear um I've actually never seen that card before. Uh, we, we don't get that very often. If at all. We actually no one, one has one actually before. ever pulled this. Wow. Not not in this deck, so it's very rare. It's oh kinda, my god. Okay, it, cool. It's kinda weird how some cards haven't actually come up yet after all the readings. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow, it's like uh I guess like this crackly line that's like red white and blue that's struck in the middle of um some like white space and there's like a bunch of other branches branching off of it or like the inside of an umbrella i don't know that makes it sound less fun <laughs> the eight of wands strikes like lightning it's a card of news change or clarity in an unresolved situation you might hear from an old friend out of the blue or receive some surprising news that shifts the direction of your course. This card sometimes means literal movement is on the horizon, so be ready to travel if the opportunity arises. Yeah, I love this card because this is a card you can see. Like if 
And even already thematically, this makes sense to me. In the past, we have something here that's asking you to draw into solitude and the the idea of perhaps seeking enlightenment. But then as we move into the future, it's like a lightning bolt of illumination. Mm -hmm. This is a very fast traveling card. This is a fire card. And like you can see, it's like when lightning appears, it's like that aha moment, right? So what the cards are calling you to do, it's like... It's a time for action, initiating the next phase of your enterprise. That is an exciting and hopeful period when you're likely to be extremely busy. Positive things are rapidly unfolding. Establish the roles you want to play and let go of those that no longer suit you. Again, that makes sense with the past reading, the first three cards that we read. So it's an exciting time. Shall we move into the future, Jen? Yes, please. It's 2020. I want to see what the new year has for me. Yes, and we have the four of wands. So we have wands again. Take a look and describe this here. Okay, wands. Okay, I keep saying branches. Okay, these wands are stacked on top of each other to make a diamond shape, and there's a lot of red lines coming off of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like this a is a card of envisioning the future and stepping into it. Uh, so very much so from the present card. Now this is asking you to look into the future. It's a really positive card that indicates your efforts to establish a project, a business or other. I would say creative endeavor <gasps> because this is about creative. Yeah. Right. This is wants are the suit of creativity. Right. Yeah. So like moving here into the Lunar New Year, we're in 2020. You know, it's saying your position is secure and comfortable. It's a time to rejoice. Um, It's saying as well, you know, you could be satisfied and you will be satisfied with your accomplishments and the sense of having done a job well. And very important, very interesting here for someone who has a public image. Your public image, your relationships with others and your sense of self are favorable. I love it. Sweet. Very nice. So now let's go into the lesson coming into your life. Let's take a look here nice ace of cups take a look Ooh, it is a fancy cup and the background is rainbowy like a mermaid yeah it's like a beautiful goblet the goblet. ace of oh. cups now we're talking about relationships maybe love relationships you know this is also like love's new beginnings or just the new beginnings of stuff so previously unfelt emotions had come into play now perhaps as a result of seeing a relationship in a new way This ace can also herald a birth of an idea or a literal child. It is a fertile time for emotional or creative growth. And this ace symbolizes the consummation of something hoped for. That is really nice energy. Ooh, Nice and round and romantic and new and fresh as we float into a new lunar new year. Oh, wow. This is the lesson already learned, and I am very excited. Please ring your instrument, for we have the ultimate transformation card, Major Arcana number 13, also known as the unnamed Arcanum, Death. Ah! No, no, it's not actual death, but (laughs) it's reversed. But please describe what we have here. Wow. Okay, this is a really cool card. It's like, it's like, you know, all like the bones and like the skeleton of a bird. And I love birds. So uh, I'm not quite threatened by this. I'm just uh, always a little scared. What's your favorite bird? 
Oh, what um, kinds of birds? Uh, I'm going to go very domestic. Um, I had a budgie for like <gasps> 10, 12 years, Aww. and she died like five years ago, but like I still like really Aww. miss her. What was your budgie's name? Ava. Cute. And what color? She was pure yellow. Ooh. And she was originally my best friend's bird, and like she couldn't take care of it, so she gave her to me. That's so cute. Yeah. What was the personality of Ava? Ooh, um, she was very feisty. <laughs> um, had her attitude about things, but also like uh, she loved music, so I'd leave the radio for her That's on. So cute. She liked Nickelback. What? Which I didn't Excuse understand. She would, she would like chirp up a storm Are you if Nick. Yes, I'm serious. I'm, I'm just like, <gasps> mommy is upset about this. Nickelback. Yes. Ava loved Nickelback. Ava, wow. Ava loved Nickelback. So she was like an Albertan trucker. <laughs> she is. That's why she has that attitude. Wow. A Nickelback loving budgie. Yeah. She was. Aww. She deserves a timeout every time she's saying to Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, this card is one of intense transformation, which you can never go back from because indeed, like when we get, when we die, as we all will, that you can't, you can't take it back. So hopefully your, this life lived was a good one. You can't take a dead bird back. (gasps) Yeah. No one loves the sight of death of the death card in a reading that's just like that shitty preface it's like oh don't be scared it's death it's although really... Jin did like the sight of the card it it's looks kind of cool it's cute it's, it's a cool it's illustration very cool. It's very cute. we spend most of our lives denying death altogether so when this card appears it's easy to get frightened or think that it's bad don't let the drama distract you from the message something in your life needs to end it needs closure this will happen voluntarily or involuntarily either way you'll feel a positive transformation begin after the initial forms of suffering have passed i am starts i am so into the energy of this card especially like given like the day that we're doing this and what's been going on um and and this card is in the past that's a lesson already learned and i i want to tie this back to like the three like these kind of like this past relationship kind of energy which is there's some negativity and some hard things like hard lessons learned and like you know a lot of stuff is going on here this one here now like you're done with this phase but at the time it's saying you could have been putting off making necessary changes oh my god usually out of fear (gasps) you could feel that others were standing in your way but it's really yourself who's blocking you and that really speaks to the devil card as well that's kind of like our limitations that our mind gives us um, at the time, again, this is a past card. You could have been stuck in old habit patterns that you know need to be changed, but you don't want to put forth the effort to change. Like, right, the uh, when you get the death card reversed, that's like a real stubborn <laughs> Taurus, a, a stubborn refusal to see the truth or to to make the necessary changes because sometimes it's hard. Oh my God! Sometimes yeah. it's hard for us to. Like, even if we feel a certain way in our body or energetically, sometimes our minds or, or, or like our intellectual capacity, we're not ready to, to get into that phase yet because, you know, deep change, sudden change, rapid change or difficult upheavals and like relationships, that's all of those things are very hard for us to walk away from or to, to close the door fully on because, you know, if, if we care about others or if we, you know, we're human, we are all connected to all others in all ways big and small so it can be really hard to if to accept that a change has to happen whether internally or externally yeah damn i know that like i had a lot of regret when i Mm -hmm. like after she died because i Mm -hmm. felt like 
there was more could have I could have done for her. Aww. Like uh, she um, uh, actually died when we were in the waiting room of the vet because Aww. she wasn't feeling well. So Aww. then like we were there yeah. and then they were like uh, and I like I came like 10 minutes early or something because yeah. like I like to be early. Yeah. And like she just like fully fell off her perch and she wasn't moving. And I'm like, hey, sorry, I know my appointment. Yeah. Is like 10 minutes from now, but she's not moving. And, yeah. you know, like, like, I, I think like I, I like put off a lot of things because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I was just like, had a lot of anxiety taking care of her. I used to have like a lot of nightmares about like mm-hmm. her being dead because I wasn't a good bird mom. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so I just like, damn, I had to be more responsible, but I felt that I couldn't. Oh, I definitely had been a very irresponsible pet owner and I don't own any any non-human animal pets at this time because you have human first of pets? all they couldn't they couldn't fit in this place and I don't want to pick up poop so that's fair that's fair or like clean like I used to have turtles they were named after the ninja turtles, turtles. yes I Raphael's did. the best oh you're a Raphael no he's just the best oh I was a Donatello because oh, I'm I liked the no I liked that Donatello was very smart he is very smart <laughs> very very smart smart boy I was really into that did you have a favorite ninja turtle Lewis like no it wasn't really part of my okay, uh, yeah yeah Cultural Your weird British upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> How <right>. dare you? <laughs> uh, whatever. Let's just go to the next. Respect time. my culture. <laughs> I do so much. I mean, I'm I'm colonized. That's why I only speak English. So of course I respect the fucking culture. Anyway, so let's get to the next card, which is the seven of wands. Like so many wands. So interesting. This is what's working for you. Seven of Wands. What do you see? It's it, lit. It is lit. It is a wand that's lit, and there's like white wands surrounding it. Question mark. Yeah, you know it. It, it lights the way. It illuminates the way, right? And and really, I feel intuitively like this is like you like no one actually shows us the real way to go on the journey of life. You have to light your own way, and I feel like you've done that very much in terms of like like having your comedy career like standing up because how long have you been doing it at this point uh february is my one year anniversary so it's like we're almost at the one year anniversary yes celebration that's really exciting right so like as we can light the path for ourselves and forge our own futures in the way that we best know how even though sometimes we don't know the way well, so as you do that, you light the way for others behind you. You may be a couple of steps in front of others. So, you know, I, I really feel like this is kind of doing things for yourself. And in so and in, in doing so, in turn, we naturally like are able to help others by who we are. Damn. So that's what this is. And that is working for you. I love it. So now we come to the part where there's the final card. I don't even know what it's going to be. Sometimes you get a crazy card. You're like, why is this here? <laughs> So this is a very exciting moment. Let's see what we have. I'm hoping for regret. All right. <laughs> we have the seven of cups reversed. So take a look at the cups. Oh, my God. This is like the other card. But yeah, it is. It's seven. And the other one was eight. Yeah. So like interesting. These are not broken, but the other ones were. Whoa. That means something. Oh. Indeed, it does. <laughs> Seven of Cups. 
Oh, okay. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, so seven of cups reverse. This is what's not working for you. And to um. me, it makes sense here. Um, when it's reversed, it's like you're in a state of total confusion because there's too much going on. <laughs> and you already told me, like, you know, you're like, I have a lot of difficulty making decisions or choices. Yes, I do. And, and <laughs> she like, I got like pointed to you, like, Jen, like, point. Yes, I do. Like, 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 come on down. <laughs> um, this one is like, yeah, a lot of confusion or different choices. Like, you need a calm space. Oh my god. I'm pointing yeah. to the hanged man. You need a calm space where you can sort through the multiple choices confronting you. Let your feelings be your guide. Oh. I like that. How is like what how do you feel about your feelings? Uh I have okay. I have a lot of them. Yeah. And um I started to do therapy in the summertime. Love so I had therapy. to like right? Yeah. I had to oh, acknowledge yeah. that I have a lot of feelings and that's okay. And there's yes. a lot of like acceptance and learning about myself. And yeah. it's just like, it's okay. I can be a little uh, feeling like a lot and that's okay. Yeah. It's hard to kind of get over that hump depending on how you were raised. And I certainly was raised to put my big feelings in my toe. Yeah. Like oh. and cut off my toe. Ooh, you, know, yes. you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Like Asian families, they don't believe in like, therapy and like <laughs> self-care and all that stuff know. it's just kind of like suck it up you're unhappy we're all unhappy are you depressed we'll get a job and maybe work out yeah like my, <laughs> my parents they don't love each other but they kind of like yeah. eh, we share a house oh, <laughs> <shit>. yeah <laughs> yeah my my parents fought a lot and my father has since passed but like yeah they had i did not have great relationship modeling and that's fine but um it's fine yeah same <laughs> no here. it's fine but like i totally know exactly like, it's hard at first to identify, A, that we have feelings, B, that, like, what are they exactly? Because I didn't know any about that when I was growing up. Yes. And my teachers thought I was depressed all the time because I would just be reading a book. Like, I'd be, my nose would be in a book. I'd be that kid at the library with, like, a pile, like, like, 30, like, you know, like, the limit of books. Like, I'd have that. I'd take that home and I'd be reading. Oh, my God. Would not be hanging out with people or playing on the playground. Certainly not. That was not serious enough for me. I didn't smile in pictures either. Ooh. Because that was fake. <laughs> I didn't do it. Only the real bitches here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, so this is just kind of, like, what's not working for you. It's allowing – it's asking you to find a place of calmness. And, and for me, that's the hangman card in the past. Finding a place and center of stillness. Meditation can help with that. And indeed, I also teach meditation and do like classes for comedians. I do. Um, that like incorporate sound healing and meditation and breath work techniques to allow people just to like kind of find that place. Little plug for that. Um, <laughs> it's true. I mean, I do it every month. It happens. And, and also to try and identify your feelings. And, you know, have you heard where they say there's like three different centers of intelligence? Your, your brain, like your mental, like, right, the head. Okay. Your heart, which comes from compassion and, and feeling for others and having, you know, compassion for yourself first and then for others. And then your gut, which is like your animal instinct. Gut. Right? Yeah. So, so I would say that this card is inviting you to try to understand or to feel or like lean into like, oh, what do I feel? Like, what are my instincts? Like, to try and become familiar with those things here and there. So that's what it's kind of asking. 
and inviting you to do this is and this is your reading it's very interesting because we really have like a 10 card reading here wow yeah how many cards are there normally i will do seven it like sometimes they just kind of pop out i do that oh so so that's what occurs yeah so that's that's what we have here for your reading amazing thank yeah. you i've never had a tarot card reading before but i was yeah. like super excited yeah yeah yeah. i was really excited for for this whole episode and i love that we're kicking off the new year together what's my big question i invite you to oh this is good i'm ready for this anywhere in the world absolutely no budget where do you live Oh, okay. Okay, that's decent. All right. Oh, man. There's some pondering time. Can we have some chimes, Lewis? Anywhere in the world. No budget. <laughs> I'm not going to say Little St. James. I'm going to say Little St. James. <laughs> of course you are. Um, no budget. This is an important... This is a very important... Toronto. Yeah. yeah no yeah like honestly we could all just live that's the most practical qu- answer yeah, honest, if you're living in toronto i i want to live in just toronto no budget just living here <laughs> no seriously like i okay all right okay fine we've all decided toronto <laughs> then okay fine you have no budget so then what's your house gonna be like that's a real toronto real estate question that we can all get behind okay okay we can all get behind that oh my did God. you know that drake's toilet plays <laughs> tupac what's the song Oh, I'm not supposed <coughs> to see that. I don't know shit about Drake's toilet. That's a lie. Yeah, I'm not sure if we can. Uh... Do you have an ancestral Wait, shrine? <laughs> do, do you? Yes. Um, uh, pictures ma- of the grandparents? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. My mom's parents died trying to come to Canada. Oh, so um, they like they only have like one picture of each parent and yeah. like they keep it at like my uncle's house. Yeah. Yeah. My yes! uncle's house? Oldest son? Uh, oldest son? Yes, it's the <laughs> oldest. The oldest son has the ancestral shrine above the fireplace. Yes! Above the fireplace. It's a portrait of grandma and granddad. <laughs> legit. And there's all oh this like God. stuff hanging on the mantelpiece. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I love it. I'm so into this. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what would the house be like? I mean, I like <laughs> my place right now. I just get new appliances. <laughs> That's it's what I'm sweaty. doing anyway. We're all looking back and forth in questioning like it was an unlimited budget question and then we all maybe decided toronto would work you're envisioning the house and then you're gonna decide what kind of house your house looks like okay or what your house is like you don't have to answer it if you don't have uh, an answer for the house because like what i just get some new appliances honestly I live in Brampton, so I want to yes. live in Toronto, period, because yeah. comedy would be easier to do. Yeah. Probably some type of townhouse Ooh. and have a bunch of pets. What kind of pets? Ooh, uh, one of everything, but ideally starting with the, a, a bird, a dog, and a cat, and they're all best friends. What kind of bird, what kind of cat, and what kind of dog? <laughs> I want a cockatiel because they are... Sick. Yeah, they have they a lot of personality, you, right? Don't yeah. they talk? They do. I actually had an old coworker who had one. And you know nobody has a bird, like much less a big one. It's true. But she had one. She has one. They're dope as hell. They're okay. very smart, very loyal. Dog. Dog. Oh man, I love big dogs. Like like a Saint Bernard? Uh yeah, I would like the biggest dog because What's the dog the loves dog? the house. 
All right. Like, at least a St. Bernard size or a Great Dane. Yes. Okay. And for a cat, uh, they're all, like, hypoallergenic, I guess. Then you want a Russian blue. (laughs) What is that? It's it's like a grayish blue cat. My brother has one named Taro. Adorable. And uh, that would be, if you're allergic to cats, that would be the least... The cat with the least allergens, even though I'm still allergic to it. But I want that Russian one. Blue then. All right. Well, so that was lots of little questions. Yeah, that, that add up to one <laughs> big question. Okay. Well. Cool. Play some. Play some. Play some chimes. <clears throat> um, it's chime time, baby. Okay. Yeah. So that was <laughs> the Luna's special. Do I have to talk about my dog or like what? No, I I completely lost. You you the lost train the plot, colonizer. So just let's ring some chimes and say Happy Lunar New Year to all. all right. Happy, Happy Lunar, Lunar New, New Year. Year! It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. See, you're the rat. Hell yeah! See, you're the rat. Yes. I don't know how to make a rat noise. So. <laughs> That's all I have. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you.